Hi, welcome to Being Your Own Hero. This is Heather Curtis. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. I am very grateful that you're here. And Being Your Own Hero for season two this year is all about uh, me sharing the journey that I'm going through, um, through heartache, through breakups and breakdowns, and how I'm getting over a 20-year relationship how I'm dealing with the daily pain and discomfort from my broken leg and my ankle, and really what life looks like when you take hardships and turn them into life lessons for becoming more well-rounded, self-aware, grateful, and just an amazing human being. So welcome to being your own hero. We have been moving through a, a journey together into healing yourself from emotional trauma. And the last episode that I did was really just kind of um, some supportive material. So today I'm going to jump right into lesson number three. Um, Lesson number three will complete the first module of this journey that I've put together for you. And the first module of the journey has really been about understanding what happens to you emotionally, physically, and mentally when you've been in a traumatic situation, when you've been hurt or you've been emotionally traumatized, or if you were like me, where you were in a very toxic relationship and you had years of just emotional abuse happening to you. So we are going to jump into lesson number three and The next episode I do after this, I do have some supportive material for you after this lesson as well. And those are going to be affirmations again. And I'll give you those in the next uh, episode after this one. Okay. So for today, we're going to go into lesson number three. And lesson number three in this module is understanding what happens to you mentally when you've been in a traumatic situation, when you've been traumatized emotionally. Okay. So now that you know what happens emotionally and physically, when you've experienced the deep pain of loss, we are going to look at what happens with your thoughts and how you process information. So if you have not listened to lesson uh, one or lesson two, you can go back in the podcast. They are going to be, you can find them, they're episode number 15, where I talk about understanding what happens to you physically when you've been abused. And then also uh, episode number 14. Episode number 14 was lesson number one, and that is why it's so hard to let go of the pain. All right. So if you haven't listened to those, definitely you can stop what you're listening to now and go back and listen to those ones. Uh, Or you can just finish this lesson number three with me today and then go back and listen to those. Either way, it's fine. Okay. So let's, let me give you a little bit of um, more into insight into the power of your thoughts. Okay. Because when you've experienced a deep emotional wound, the natural response is to attempt to make sense of it, <clears throat> right? So you may find yourself cycling through many questions, 
just to name a few, I'm going to give you a few. And I have found myself doing this as well. You know, I asking myself questions like, why, you know, why would my husband not come with me to an x-ray when I needed him as a support person? You know, what did I do? What did I do wrong? Really? And then the, the next part of that question for me always is what did I do to deserve this type of treatment? Another question you could be asking yourself is how could this happen to me? I find myself asking myself that question a lot because I have always been really a strong person. I've always been very independent, um, very, um, really just solid in my thoughts and what I, how I felt about things. And I ask myself, how could this happen to me? What, you know, where, what, what did I do? You know, these questions are, have really cycled through my mind. Another one is, you know, am I being punished for something? Is this bad karma? You know, <laughs> did I hurt somebody in the past and now I'm paying my karmic debt? What, you know, what did I do? So these questions, and I'm sure you have more, what happens is they spring from, they come up for you because of the raw pain that you feel. And it's crucial to realize that your thoughts are so powerful that they can intensify your emotional pain by increasing the production of the chemicals that we discussed in lesson number two. So you've already been hurt by someone else. Don't make the pain worse by your own thoughts. Recognize the areas which can sabotage your healing and discover how to stop them. So I'm going to give you three common ways that you can harm yourself with your own thoughts. Because you can bring healing to yourself through your thoughts or you can make life more miserable. So think about what I'm going to give to you. I want you to think, does this apply to me? Am I doing this? All right. The first way is you keep thinking about what happened. When you're caught up in the emotions and memories of an event, your subconscious mind reminds, uh, I'm sorry, your subconscious mind responds as if it is happening again, or as if it did when the first time that you got hurt happened. So when you keep rethinking about what happened, the emotions and memories come up and in your subconscious mind, it's like it's happening again. It brings everything up just like when it first happened to you. And it produces those same stress hormones. It creates the same neurotransmitters and it makes the same tracings in your brain. So I'm not saying don't think about what happened, but I'm saying at a certain point, you need to notice that you rethinking about what happened is keeping you stuck in the, in the harm to yourself. When you recall a painful event, you're re-injuring your brain. Your brain and your body respond just as it did when it first happened to you. Instead of being betrayed once, you're betrayed as often as you relive what happened. And I am definitely somebody who has been stuck here. 
I have definitely done this to myself just over and over thinking about it. Um, at some point you have to realize, wow, I'm the, I need to stop. I'm hurting myself. Okay. And we're going to go over some ways to stop. Just stick with the lesson and we'll get through it. Okay. One way you can help yourself stop, <clears throat> find some kind of wonderful, marvelous thing that you can think of instead of reviewing the past. So what I've, what I've been doing is since this whole breakup happened and I've been recalling my painful events, um, one of the things that I did was I went through and I cleared my house out. So one thing you can do to help yourself is to go through your home and look at the things that you have out on display. Look at the things in your home and start to feel what these different things or objects that you have, how it's making you feel, and if it's recalling painful memories for you and having you think about the painful events in your life again. So what I did was I went through and I cleared out all of his stuff. I gave the pictures of him to my children. Um, there's a couple of pictures up of him and I, but they're not, they don't give me bad memories. I don't think about what happened when I look at them. So I keep, I've kept those up for the kids. But everything that's out on display right now in my house, it's all mine and my children's. Um, there are some things that he made for me and I've put them, I've just put them in a box. I'm going to give them back to him. You know, there's, um, towels in my house that he purchased. Those are gone. Things like that, you know, go through your home. That's the first thing. Go through your home and only have things that make you happy out. <clears throat> or at least take away the things that are not making you happy. The things that are reminding you, take those out. Now, if you're like me and you were in a relationship for 20 or more years or 15 years or even seven years, there may be a lot of things in your home that are reminding you of events that happened. So you can also do this, what I just said, where you think of something wonderful and marvelous to think about instead of reviewing the past. How to help yourself to do that is to put up in your house the places where you spend a lot of time in, put things up that make you happy, put things up that give you memories of wonderful memories, give you marvelous thoughts. If you have a dream and a vision to go travel somewhere, put pictures up of that place. If you have um, a happy memory from a gift that somebody else gave to you, put that in a prominent place of your home. You can also, one of the things that I've done in the past, I haven't done it this for the last few months, but one thing that you can do, if you have a trinket, um, like a crystal or a stone or just a little toy or even a keychain that you feel a special happy connection to, you can keep that little trinket on your body somehow in your pocket, um, somewhere where you can reach out and grab that. Anytime you feel yourself recalling these painful events in your mind, you can get your little trinket and focus on that instead. Okay. So these are some things that you can do. One thing that I've done is I've put crystals in the house so that when I wake up, I 
see rainbows. And that makes me start my day fresh and happy and new. And the rainbows make me really super happy. So those are some things that you can do, okay? Now, another thing that you may be doing to yourself to harm yourself is that you could be making up stories to explain what happened. So just stick to the facts of the event. Don't make up anything as to why the person did what they did, because that just makes it worse. Unless you were told something, you don't know exactly what that person has done unless you saw it yourself. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Like for me, I, one of the things that has been coming up for me in my ex-husband and me, our relationship, um, I'm pretty sure, I think he may have cheated on me, but I don't know for sure. And me thinking that maybe he did is really a harmful thought for me to have. And so I've been practicing what I'm teaching you guys today where I'm like, okay, Heather, <laughs> you know, I'll look at something different. I'll go to my rainbow room or I have, um, I haven't, like I said, I haven't had the, I have a stone that I like to carry around, but I haven't carried it around for a while. That may be something that I start to do again if the, if these thoughts continue because it's really harmful for me to think, well, did he cheat on me? All right. I don't know. I don't, I doubt that I'll ever know, but I don't want to make up stories about it because it's just hurting me more. Okay. When you make up stories about what happened, you're also creating feelings, which has your body making all those chemicals, which then has you feeling worse which has your body making more chemicals, which goes on and on and on, right? Like a cycle. Okay. Now, if you, um, did not listen to do, 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 what was the podcast? I put out a, an episode earlier and we talked about, Hmm. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and, and remind you again to go back and listen to the episode um, to help you cement this a little bit more. <clears throat> but just stick to the facts. Now, if you didn't see it or weren't told by the other person, proceed your interpretation of what happened with these words. The story I'm making up is and then finish your interpretation. And this will help you realize that you just don't know. And this is one of the things that I've been doing. You know, the story I'm making up is, I'm pretty sure he cheated on me, right? The story I'm making up is that he was spending time with other women. Now, I don't know. I just don't know, okay? The third way that you could be hurting yourself again is through your friends and family. Your friends and family can stir you up. Okay. Now you've got to love them, right? Your friends and family, they want to support you and they may be angry about what happened and they let you know that they're angry about it. Now they need to heal and you need to heal. And at first this type of support is, it's supportive, right? At first having conversations with them is supportive, but what happens is if it continues, then your feelings are stirred up and you relive the event again. So I'm going to give you some strategies to help you and your loved ones who want to support you. Okay. 
So this can help you guys. Number one is to let them know how much their support has helped you. Let them know how much their support is important to you. Tell them in order to help you heal, you need to quit reliving it. They may ask you how you're doing, but ask them please to just, let's just not rehash this story anymore. I want, I'm ready to move on. Okay. You also can ask them to help you by not reliving the story. All right. So let me say this again. I want you to, the one thing you can do is you can ask them to give you aid into you not reliving the story. So what you could do is something like this. You could give them something to say like, Hey, you know, guys, I'm glad to listen, but Actually, here's what you could have them say. Here's what, here's what I want you to get, tell them. Okay. Write this down. Um, I want you to tell your family, let's say if I'm talking to my daughter, okay, daughter, thank you so much for giving me the support. We have rehashed the story enough and I'm ready to move on. Okay. So here's what I want you to say to me personally. I want you to hold me accountable, daughter, son, sister, you know, brother, whoever it is that you're talking to, I want you to tell them, I want, please hold me accountable. I want you to um, tell me this. If you hear me relive the past again, if I'm rehashing the story again, here's what I want you to say. Okay, guys, I want you to write this down. I want your family member to say to you, I'm glad to listen, but you did say you didn't want to relive what happened. How can I help you most right now? So I had a, a client a while back and he actually made himself some business cards with a quote like this on it. It was a different course that I was teaching, but it was a similar situation where we are setting up the parameters for other people to support you in your healing. And he typed out, he made just cheap little business cards. I don't really remember where he got them, but maybe a Vista print or something. And he gave these cards to the people that he wanted support from. And the card said something like this statement that I'm giving to you. Okay. So you could actually do this with your friends and family. Hey, here's this thing. If you hear me, if I start to rehash the the story, I want you to pull out this business card and I want you to say this to me. I'm glad to listen, but you did say you didn't want to relive what happened. How can I help you most right now? Okay. So that's a way that you can have the support people around you to still be support, right? They're going to help you on breaking the habit of continuing to relive your painful event. Once you quit thinking about it, you can move back into happiness. And we're going to talk more about that into module. We're going to get into that in module three. Right now, we're still, we're finishing up module one. Okay. Um, So we're going to take a short break. This has been a long podcast today and we're going through some real heavy stuff, really. And so let me take a short break and we're going to come back. I'm going to give you the summary of what we covered today with some self-reflection questions. Okay. 
see you soon or talk with you soon. Okay, welcome back from the break and let's jump into the summary. So your self-talk can support your healing or make it more difficult. Avoiding reliving the painful situation or situations and asking others to not have you relive it will help you in moving forward. By managing your thoughts, you'll decrease the chemicals in your body, which are affecting your attitude and your mood. Um, and that's what we talked about today. Okay. Exploring letting go. So in the next module, we're going to explore the concept of forgiveness a little bit more. I know I talked about forgiveness once in this podcast, a couple of episodes ago, you can look for that. We're going to talk about forgiveness, what it is and what it isn't. And before moving on, please anchor in this lesson for yourself, anchor it in by spending a few minutes allowing yourself to go through these reflection questions I'm going to give you, all right? These questions are designed to assist you in coming to know yourself better. So answer them as fully as you can. You can write them down as I'm saying them to you so that you have them, or you can always re-listen to the podcast and just kind of pause and think about it. You can just listen to it and pause it, okay? So the first question is, think back to someone who hurt you emotionally. How often did you keep reliving the situation? What did reliving the situation do to you? So the first question has a couple of parts to it. All right. I want you to think back about the person who hurt you emotionally or think about a, a time, a situation. How often did you keep reliving that situation? And what did reliving the situation do to you? All right. So question number two is what kinds of stories did you make up about what happened? Explore the motives that you attached to the other person and what you made up as their thoughts about you. You know, this is something that applies to not only uh, something that something painful that happened to you, but this could apply to you in your daily life. You know, what kind of stories am I making up about what is happening? And what motives have I attached to the other person? And what have I made up about their thoughts about me? I find myself sometimes doing this in the dating scene, even right now. So this is a great self-reflection question, okay? The third one is consider a time the support of family. I'm sorry, let me try that again. I want you to think about a time that the support of family and friends kept the pain alive. Explore how them bringing up the event either helped or hurt you. Okay. So self-reflection self question number three is about your, the support group around you. You know, think about times when you're doing great. I know this happened to me recently. I, I was having a really great day and I was actually feeling really great. And one of my family members um, was checking in on me and 
you know, this person really meant well, but bringing up stuff, the way this person was checking on me made me relive the things that were making me sad before. And then I, like my momentum of a really good day went away. And so think about that. I want you to think about how your support, how your family and friends are supporting you in the good times and the bad, right? What are they doing that's keeping that pain alive and explore that. Think about how them bringing up the event has either helped you or hurt you and start putting into place the practice that I gave you earlier in this episode. Okay. So those are the self-reflection questions. I appreciate that you are here with me. So what I'm going to do in the um, next episode is I'm just going to give you some support material and it's going to be affirmations about controlling your thoughts. And it goes right along, along with this lesson. I may put that episode out later today or maybe even tomorrow, but you'll have it very, very soon. So you can have some affirmations to go with what we talked about today in this lesson. All right. So the next after that, then we'll be moving into module uh, two. All right. And that is that for today. You guys, I am grateful that you're moving through this healing process with me. Really, these are things that I'm practicing as well. As I wrote this course out, as I put this material together, I'm working through this with you. So I definitely feel, um, I feel it. <laughs> okay. So see you next time, the next episode. And I do wish you all the magical days your heart desires.